0: Abundance of caution. This is abundance of caution. It's abundance of caution. What abundance of caution? What do we do? In WAF, we talk in WAF at abundance of caution. It's a fantasy league. We talk football with 14 dudes at the end. We are abundance of caution. Abundance of caution. It's an abundance of caution. Fantasy Football with Will. Hey, everybody. It's Abundance of Caution. I am your host, Will. Will, I am. I am Will. I am here with my daughter, Pearl. It is a Tuesday morning. Yeah, take a bow. Thank you. She's playing Mr. Potato Head right now. So I don't think she's going to have a lot to add to this conversation. But maybe she will. Um... What did I? What was I say? Oh, it's a Tuesday morning. It's my off day from work. I got the, what the coveted Tuesday Wednesday off from work, which everybody wants because there's a whole lot going on in the world on Tuesdays and Wednesdays for your days off. So, I think what I'm gonna try to do. I mentioned it on the pod last week. I want to do the the week behind recap on Tuesday. The week ahead, look ahead. What happened in the waiver wire on Wednesday? That way, each show is about 30 minutes long. That way, you don't have to listen to me ramble for over an hour. So here we go. It was a tough Monday for people like myself. It was not good. It was awful. It was an awful week one. Basically, my matchup was over Thursday night. I did not do an early concession. Nobody did an early concession, I don't think. Uh, So congrats to NWF on that one. Um, I got housed. Um, We're going to do things a little differently. Instead of just going through each matchup, in reviewing the matchup, I think we're just going to do a power rankings, and I'm just going to do a 14-1 to 1 each week, and that's how we're going to talk about it. I think we're going to try that anyway. It was a pretty good week for most people. Nine teams scored over 100. The outlaws led the way with 141. I'm pretty confident when you look at the history, even though we can't look at like top 10, uh, 141.36 is certainly close to a top 10 all-time score. Uh, we have in our record books, the history, 150 is the record. Uh, he certainly would have been knocking on that door if, what's his face, what's his fuck face, his name is, his name is, Mostert, uh, didn't do his thing of getting injured, I hate that for Mostert, man, him and uh, that dude from Seattle, what's his fuck face name, his name is, Richard Penny, constantly getting hurt, just, Constant hurtness. Uh, So Mostert, out for eight weeks, got two points. Basically killed any chance of a record, but 141.36 by the outlaws. Real impressive. Other teams, uh, over 100. The Oats at 102. The Fort Shit at 119. The Akbars at 103. The Chubbs at 101. The Donks at 123. The Shiner's at 101. The Cons at 109. The Dudes at 109. It was seven blowouts, uh, basically. Did we have 16 between the Akbars and Fort Shit, but that game was really never in doubt? Uh, 20 between the Whirlhorses Horses and Chubbs. 22 between the Donks and the Shiners. Uh, 24 between the Cons and the Adams. I mean, it was seven blowouts. Already we've lost parity in the league. <laughs> Good job, everybody. We've already got our contenders and our pretenders. Big week this week in week two, which we'll talk about tomorrow. Though how the schedule sets up, always awesome. So we got seven undefeated teams. Obviously, after a week, uh, six of those guys are going to uh, face off against each other. So we got three matchups of one and O teams. We got three matchups of 0 and one teams. We got matchup one matchup of one and O versus 0 and one, which basically means it's going to be impossible for anybody to go undefeated this year uh, because after this week, we're only going to have three potentially four. Three, But three undefeated teams left. Um, that's the one goal I have left remaining in NWAF in, in lore, history. I want an undefeated season. We've never had it. I would happily take a 13-0 season. Losing the first round of the playoffs, I would retire. But I would prefer to go 13-0 than 3-0 in the playoffs or 2-0. Uh, well, 14-0, I should say. Forgot about that. 14-0. Anyway, I'm rambling. Let's go into the power rankings. Here we go. The worst team in the league after week one. A mighty fall from what I had for their preseason ranks. The Lahala Hash Brownings. A disaster. They were projected at 92. They scored thir- 64 points. They had to start Carlos Hyde and J Rob after the disaster of, of what's his face? Sermon being inactive. Kyle Shanahan trying to tell us that he was not one of the top three running backs in camp. I don't believe that. Nothing has suggested that all preseason, all camp. I think Sermon's going to be back, but now you just have to mess with that 49ers backfield. Who the fuck knows? Um, he's got three defenses on this squad. The Bucks. I, I, I thought when I was talking on the pod, I was like, that's a pretty interesting choice. To go against that loaded Cowboys offense, yeah, they scored three points. And the interception in a sack, not great. Uh, He also has the Packers, who scored zero points. And he has the Saints, who scored 12. I I don't know what you're going to do with three defenses. I guess that speaks to what exactly is out there on the wire. Even though he had chances to get a Tyson Williams, he had an opportunity to get the 49ers back up once uh, Sermon was deemed inactive. He skipped on both of those. It is what it is. Lamar Jackson and Robbie Anderson were his two points. Lamar scored 18 but had two fumbles. 86 rushing yards, he'll get that on a season-long basis. Robbie Anderson, 57 receiving yards, 11.7 points. Uh, Apparently that was his only reception. 57 receiving touchdown, 11.7 points for one play. That's not what you're looking for. Um, Everybody else shit the bed. It's tough to start two Jags running backs, J Rob and Carlos Hyde, combined for 11.2 points. They combined for 69 rushing yards. Devontae Adams and the Packers had an awful game, 56 receiving yards. A Rob had a very tough matchup. A Rob was initially on the bench for the hash browns, but he got in and he probably could have stayed on the bench. 35 receiving yards. Tyler Boyd, 32 receiving yards. Nobody cares about the kicker, but they scored eight. Uh, The Bucks scored three. Uh, There wasn't really any options on the bench. Malcolm Brown had 1.6. Sermon was zero. Jay Pat was 0. 0.9. E Moore was zero. Uh, yeah, it's tough. So that's our 14th team. Today, they're the last place team in the league. Let's see if they bring it up. I think I had them in third in preseason. So they got some work to do to get back up in the standings. 14th, the La Hala Brownies the 13th team, and it doesn't feel good to say this, the club city power players. We had an awful week. It was rough. Uh, Started with Zeke. um, The Dallas Cowboys opted not to run against the, uh, the front of Tampa Bay, which makes sense. I wish Zeke would have been more involved in the receiving game. He wasn't at, I think 11 carries for 33 yards, only six receiving yards. Uh, 3.9 points. Now, there were a lot of favorable tweets afterwards talking about Zeke's usage. I think he was on 84% of the snaps. He was great in pass blocking, but I do not get fantasy points for pass blocking, so 3.9 points for a guy that I traded up to get, even though I was also looking at Kamara and JT, Uh, but I don't like to see 3.9 points for my round one pick four pick. Uh, It's going to be hard to win games. Also, I got four points from my defense and kicker. That's not good. Four points. Four points total. Can't win any games that way. Uh, You need probably, I'm thinking 15 is what the goal should be between your kicker and defense. Um, If you can get 20, that's great. But 15 is probably the proper goal north of 15. Uh, Marquez Calloway, uh, you had a tough matchup. One reception for 14 receiving yards. Uh, a A little sad. Uh, the Saints went in. Winston had five touchdown passes. They scored 38 points. Marquez Callaway gets 14 receiving yards. Uh, my other boy, Tevin Coleman, yikes. Uh, I think we know what's happening with the Jets offense here, but that wasn't the start. We were running 24 rushing yards. I got Ty Johnson. He had 26 total yards, so 2.6 points. That's not what we're looking for. Right? I think the guy, Michael Carter, I think also scored like three points maybe. So not good there. Deontay Johnson uh, had an awesome five-yard touchdown grab, but nothing else really happening there. 36 receiving yards. Robert Woods uh, got, uh, I mean, Cooper Cup was the man. Uh, So right after one game, not feeling great there. 27 receiving yards. Was able to salvage uh, his output with a receiving touchdown. CeeDee Lamb, there we go. I think he had 12 targets. I think. It may have been 15. I'm trying to think. May have been 15 targets. That's what we're looking for. Michael Gallup on my bench is out for the next, what, four or five weeks. Not great. We'll see what this means for C.D. Um, I'd prefer that Dak has all his weapons on offense in order to be a, a fine two machine. Also losing, what, who was it, Lael L- L- Collins for five weeks. The offensive lineman because he didn't want to take a drug test. I don't like that either from my stack. But Dak went for 403, three passing touchdowns. An interception that was really C.D. Lamb's fault. It was a difficult pass, but it went right through his hands. He has to catch that. Um, And into a Bucs. C.D. Lamb had three drops, two on the opening drive, which were drive killers. And then that drop that led to an interception. So C.D. Lamb does need to get that cleaned up. But, you know, I'll take 15 targets without a doubt. 104 receiving yards, 22 receiving touchdowns. Amari Cooper did the most work. But CD was 16.4, Dak with 27. So I'm gonna need Zeke to come alive this week against the Chargers. Uh we can't have any more 3.9 game point per game outputs. And I gotta do a better job of my defense and my stupid fucking kicker. Uh anyway. Uh that's number 13. Number 12, the Sin City Silence. 79.24 points got blown out by the dudes. Tyreek had a, a, a massive game. That's what you want. That's why you trade back to 11, 197 receiving yards, 75-yard uh, touchdown, four rushing yards, 26.1 points. Kirk Cousins, good start. We I, you know, I read the, the tweets. If you're streaming quarterbacks, Kirk Cousins had a really awesome opening part of the season. He scores 22.04 points, 351 passing yards, two passing touchdowns. That's what you're looking for. Um, He did not pick up a quarterback. He doesn't appear. After, thank you. Pearl got me some glasses. Appreciate that. You can have them, Mr. Potato Head. Um, Everything else for the Sin City uh, didn't go well. Um, You know, again, he's doing a zero running back thing. His running back scored, you know, 9.8 points. He has Tony Jones in there. Tony Jones had 50 rushing yards. I think his name's Tony. Uh, Javante Williams had 45 rushing yards, so... 4.5 4.5 and 5.3. I mean, it's not awful in a zero running back strategy. His issue is his three other receivers outside of Tyreek went for 6.2, 5.1, and zero. iuk was nowhere to be found. Very confusing. Who knows what's going on there? Kevin Ridley, the Falcons looked awful against the Eagles, only 51 receiving yards. Scary Terry, now I had to, without a... Uh, Fitzgerald, Fitzmagic, had 62 receiving yards. I think Heineke will be fine as his quarterback. Um, but you got to have more than that. And then he got 10 points from his, his kicker in D, which, again, I'm saying, you probably want 15 points. It's not good. Sin City Silence. D Jr. is what Sin City Silence' name is on his team. I don't know what that means. Uh, I'm sure Poe can tell us what that means. 79.24 points. Yeah, we, we got to pick it up there at the end. 14, 13, 12. Who would be next? Looks like the War Horses are next. They are number 11 team, 14, 13, 12, 11. War Horses at 81.08 points. Uh, Thaxton was uh, often telling us the War Horses were not making the playoffs with this roster. Um, unlike last year, I think War Horses started like 8 0 no, last year in that rank. Maybe 8 and 1. Uh, not the start he's looking for. Herbert, not a good game. 337 passing yards. Um, but a fumble and an interception for only 13 points. Monty and Cook scored 32 points. you got to like that. Uh, Claypool was seven, only 45 receiving yards. Mike Evans with only 24 receiving yards. He was shadowed by that one dude for the Cowboys. Uh, it's going to be tough to get targets, but I think we all know what's going to happen. It's the same thing with Claypool. Uh, one day they're going to smash. The other day in the game they're going to crash. Uh, so that's kind of what you got to have with Claypool and Evans there. Uh, Chenault, 50 receiving yards, 5.9 points. Kyle Pitts uh had eight targets, but only converted it to 31 receiving yards. Golden the Ravens scored 17 points. That's what you're looking for. But 81.08 points for the War Horses. Uh got smashed by the Chub Toads by a 20-point margin. Not a lot going uh for the bench uh for the War Horses outside of Hollywood Brown. Kelly with zero, Cohen's not playing. Snell was zero. Um, T. Williams was 1.4. Uh, Hollywood with 69 receiving yards at a touchdown last night for 13.4 points. Justin Jackson was 0.7. Mattinson was 0.6. I think I mentioned last week I don't really see any of these dudes being on the World Horses roster by end of week four. Uh, that, that may be true. Uh, they scored uh, two two 2.7 points total outside of Hollywood. Game. So that's number 11, number 10 coming in the Springfield Adams 2 85.22 points. So the bottom 5 teams, you know, 64 to 85 points, everybody else was over 100. So uh, us us bottom 5 guys, we got some work to do. 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, it's not good. 85 points uh, for the Adams. Um, I like their squad but they didn't show up in week one. Tannehill only 14 points. Uh, Chase and Swift, man, 26 points total. Um, 65 receiving yards for Swift. Uh, 43 receiving yards for Edmonds. So between them, 110 receiving yards. That's pretty good. That's what you're looking for. Um, Justin Jefferson, uh, 71 receiving yards, but didn't get in the end zone. DJ Moore, 80 receiving yards, but didn't get in the end zone. Man, DJ Moore, 80. Justin Jefferson, 71. Swift 65, Chase Edmonds 43. That's a lot of receiving yards. Uh, Mark Andrews was a, was a bust last night, which was a surprise, um, and a 27-point output by the Ravens. Uh, you'd figure Mark Andrews would have been much more involved. But I try to tell people it was Sammy Watkins' game. He didn't get a touchdown, but I think he had 97 receiving yards. Uh, nobody listened to me, including myself. I, I could have used that start, even though I lost by 70, so it wouldn't matter. Just excuse me, uh Kamara, who I was very close to drafting, I was flirting with drafting in all the way up until draft week. had uh, <coughs> 15 points, already outscoring Zeke there by 12, so I'll be chasing that for the rest of the season. 83 rushing yards uh, receiving touchdown. Uh, his kicker in defense only scored 10 points. obviously we got to do better than that. so that leads everybody else. so let's go to our top nine teams. Everybody scored over 100. Uh, We're going to start with the Shiners. (laughs) Damn it, I I hate that I'm snorting, and I apologize about that. It's not going to come across well over the intercom system, also known as a microphone. Uh, But the Shiners scored 101. Uh, Russ Wilson always doing what Russ Wilson does, which is score bundles of points, but he just can't get early drafted in our NYF league. People just don't want the consistency of West, Russ Wilson for passing touchdowns. Uh, JT, who was I was also looking at drafting, 56 rushing yards, 60 receiving yards, 11.6 points. Michael Carter, uh, he had a worse game than Ty Johnson and Tevin Campbell. <laughs> Take that, Keller. Two points, six rushing yards, 14 receiving yards. Uh, the Jets offense. Man, we're just going to say it's going to take a little while for the Jets' offense to get going. Maybe the Panthers have a good defense. I doubt it. D-Hop had two receiving touchdowns. Uh, Mike Williams is going to be a really good choice for the uh, Moonshiners. 82 receiving yards uh, and a touchdown, 14.2 points. Julio! appears that not practicing uh, all offseason had an impact, 2.9 points. Devontae Parker with 8.1. He did get his 15 points from his kicker in his defense, so... 101.1.6 101.1.6 points. Uh, you know, that's what you're looking for. Unfortunately, he had a, an opponent that scored 22 points. But if you are going to average 100 points a game, you're going to be in the playoffs. So Moonshiners does start 0-1. See what he has on his bench. Wentz did fine at 18. Uh, David Johnson had a uh, touchdown. But Mark Ingram was the bell cow in Houston, even though he wasn't efficient. Boston Scott, who I had a waiver claim in, uh, the Moonshiners did pick him up. Zero snaps. Paris Campbell at two point four. Ty, Ty Hilton's out for a while and on, on IR. He's I guess going to stay on the bench. Gronk. I mean Gronk has to make the 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 uh, lineup next week, right? I kind of cursed Gronk. I didn't think it was a good draft choice because Gronk is old and shaky, but he sure looked good against the Cowboys. 90 receiving yards, two touchdowns, twenty one points, and then Rugs last night. Uh, it was it was a tight end showcase. It was all about Waller the baller. Isn't that right, Pearl? Waller the baller. Uh, so Ruggs had 46 receiving yards. Uh, moving on to number eight, we're going to give it to the Ackbars. Ackbars had 103. Just couldn't keep pace with Fort shit. Um, but, the, you know, the Ackbars going to do what the Ackbars do, which is score points. They're going to win a lot of games. 103-point uh, week for the Ackbars. Uh, one of the quarterbacks I wanted Stafford. 24.84 points. No doubt that Akbar's is very happy about Chubb, who was ranked seventh preseason. Couldn't believe that he got Chubb at the seventh spot in the draft. Uh, 20.1 points, two rushing touchdowns, um, 101 total yards, and a fumble. Great first game. Damien Harris, 100 rushing yards. Hey, 183 rushing yards by uh, the Akbar's two running backs. You gotta love that. Brandon Cooks, 132 receiving yards. Keenan Allen, 100 receiving yards. Uh, DK Metcalf, 60 receiving yards. McManus in the defense scored 14 points. Uh, his uh, his issue obviously was Ronald Jones made a fumble, couldn't get back into the ball game. I've lost my daughter. Please hold as I go find her. Pearl, Pearl, you gotta come back. Hold on. Uh, but he has an easy easy option there for who gets in the game. Marvin Jones. Marvin's gonna Marvin, man. Marvin's a stud. He had a good week one. The Jags are going to have a lot of junk time, it appears, based off of our week one game. I can't believe they got blown out by the Texans, who everybody figures is tanking this season. And they're kind of backing it up. But uh, the Texans just completely housed uh, the Jags in week one. Hmm. I don't know when that happened. It's okay. Marvin Jones had 77 receiving yards and a touchdown. Uh, Pearl does not like the Ackbars. So we're gonna take a pause, that's number 17. Wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Box wine. Welcome back to a bunch of caution. A slight commercial ad. Uh, Pearl says, "Fuck the acrobats." In their 103 points in week one, I believe I misnumbered them, but they are the eighth best team in the power rankings. Uh, the best of the losers, the best of the O and one teams. The X would be just fine. But if you're gonna lose, you might as well score 100 plus points, and that's just the way the schedule works out. Fuck it, I would take 101 over 74 any day, every day, all day, every week. Uh, so let's get to the one and O teams. Uh, We're going to start with number seven. I have the Oats as soon as I find them. Scored 102.8 points. Uh, Thought they had something with Tyson Williams last night watching the game, and then Tyson Williams disappeared. I'm not sure what happened to him in the second half. Um, He was in trying to block on that Lamar Jackson turnover in the overtime, and he completely whiffed on a block. Uh, So if you can't pass protect, that's obviously going to be an issue with Tyson. Um, but his his run looked good, but it was it was also the Raiders sold out and that sold out on that fourth and one and they just completely got blocked. So Tyson had a thirty-five yard touchdown, but other than that, I think he had two carries and one target in the second half. We'll see what happens long term, but that's fifteen point four. You gotta like that for a guy off the waivers. Uh T. Higgins, fifty-eight receiving yards, eleven point eight points. Corey Davis did work. Uh, two reception touchdowns. He should be great with the Jets this year after his stint with the Titans. 21.7 points total. Uh, Kittle uh, had a down week for Kittle standards. 78 receiving yards. Aaron Jones. Boy, there's some tough round one running back outputs, weren't there? 2.2 points for Aaron. Uh, Chris Carson doing Chris Carson things. 91.26 on the end. The Aaron a fumble for 9.7 points. Josh Allen, I think, also had a down week, Josh Allen-wise, 270 passing yards, had a touchdown, 47 rushing yards, and a fumble for only 17.2 points. Um, His defense and his kicker got him 17 combined points, which is what you're looking for, for 102.8-point total. Good week. Um, He had some nice guys on the bench as well. Dallas Godert with 10 points, had a touchdown. Uh, TJ Hawkinson, who's going to be a beast this year in Detroit, Uh, That game turned into a shootout, and Hawkinson had 97 receiving yards and a touchdown, plus a two-point conversion for a 17-week. Brian Edwards last night for the Raiders, for those who watched that crazy game. um, Brian Edwards had zero catches with 35 seconds left to go in the game. Ended up with 81 receiving yards. Uh, Rondell Moore, a rookie, um, I think he's going to be good as time goes on. Had 68 receiving yards. Zach Moss, I believe, was inactive against that Steelers defense. So zero points there. Royce Freeman had zero points, uh, as I think it's Royce Freeman uh, for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, Daryl Williams, Dante Williams, the uh, the former Super Bowl MVP. I can't recall his first name. D Williams, four points. Nothing special there. Uh, so a good Week One win for the Oats, moving to one and O. Oh. Uh, that leads us to Team Number Six. We'll go ahead and give it to the Chubbs. I guess Chubbs could have been number seven. We're we're just, we're gonna go with it. I'll go seven Chubbs. I mean they're really close together. I'm just gonna go six Chubbs. Fuck it. We're doing this on the fly. It should be easy to count down on me. Look at points. Obviously I didn't do well here, but the O Toys outscored the Chubs by a point. So they're they're fine. They're basically tied. The Chubbs had 101.92. Um I'll tell you, here's the reason why I've decided that the Chubbs or six, instead of the Oats, it's because they got 101.92 points with 1.3 points from their boy, A-Rod. I mean, that's not going to happen again, surely, the rest of the season. There's no way Aaron Rodgers is only scoring 1.92 points this week against the Lions. I suspect he's going to go for King Plus, as he should. That's a massive difference. Imagine winning and getting over 100 with your quarterback scoring less than two points. That's amazing. Great job to uh, the Chub Toads there. Joe Mixon was the leading rusher of the week, 127 rushing yards, 21 points total. My boy, Miles Gaskin, had 76 yards total. T. Lockett doing – just like Russ Wilson, man. Uh, we just don't respect the Seahawks enough, right? I mean, their, their passing game is amazing, T. Lockett. But we saw this last year, right? One week, DK went off. Um, T-Lockett did nothing. The next week, Lockett went off. DK did nothing, so we'll see what happens. T-Lockett. Pearl's driving. It's very scary. Had a nice 20-plus point game. Juju with 52 receiving yards. Jamar Chase, um, he was cursed at throughout the preseason. Had a nice game one with a 50-yard touchdown pass, 16.1 points. Austin Eckler backed up all his talk. He loves his fantasy teams. Uh, Chub Toad should be able to enter a contest now to win an autographed signed jersey by Austin Eckler because he got the win. Austin Eckler with 11 points. Um, And he got 17 points from his defense and his kicker. Fucking Matt Gay. I'm telling you, I don't know why he was ranked 19th. Why was he ranked 19th in the Rams offense? He scored 11 points. Um, I'm pretty sure that was a top 10 kicker week for for the week, So number six, uh, close between the Chubb Toads and the Oats, but we're going to give it to the Chubb Toads based off of A-Rod's poor production on the bench. Derek Carr with 24 points. Uh, Murray had 8.8 points. He took over in the second half. He didn't look great, but he probably doesn't know the playbook. Um, but about 8.8 points. He was the man in the second half. Uh, he's going to hold on to Mike Thomas, I guess, for six to eight weeks. We'll see about that. Nobody else. Uh, Jalen Waddle had 61 receiving yards for a touchdown, so he's got a, a few options there on the bench. Not much. I mean, he's never going to start Derek Carr over Aaron Rodgers. So that was that. Number five. Number five. We're going to go with the cons. Man, great week for the cons, right? I had him at 14th. I had him as the worst team in the league in my preseason ranks. They're up to number five already after one week. A major, major bounce. They scored 109.5 points. Joe Burrow with 18. Antonio one with 8.8. Antonio, two, 18.7 points. Antonio Brown looks great against the Cowboys. 121 receiving yards, a long touchdown. Stephon Diggs uh, didn't do Diggs-like things for the most part, but still had 69. Very nice receiving yards. Uh, Melvin Gordon had a massive uh, touchdown run. 70-yard rush. That's, uh, what, 13 points just based off of that one rush. He ends up 17.8. Uh, his defense and his kicker combined for 17. Mike Davis had 72 total yards. Yeah, it's a great first week. Went on 109.54 points. Uh, not a whole lot on the bench to be happy about. Odell had zero points. I didn't even notice that. I don't know what happened. Um, Cobb had 3.3. Beasley, 6. Hubbard backing up C-Mac. Ahmed backing up uh, Miles Gaskin. Ben Roethlisberger, it's a tough defense, only had 12 points. Um, so not a lot there. Number five, the Fort Smith Number four, we're going with the dudes. Very similar week uh, to the Cons. Uh They were off by .3 points. So they could have gone either way, much like the Oats and the Chub Toads. But number four, we're giving it to the dudes. All, you know, what they do is they come in and they win games. That's what the dudes do. Uh, they beat the Silence by 30 points. Uh, Really never much of a contest, although Tyreek did try to get uh, the silence back into it. But the dudes, 33 points by Kyler Murray. Uh, He's going to be a stud all season long. I don't think there's any mistake in that. Hold on, my daughter can't figure out how to properly go into reverse. Why don't you just get in the car? Get in the car. Here, just go ahead. Right there, go ahead. We can go for a drive. It's fine. Just talking about the dudes over here. Uh, 4.9 points from Najee, uh, but Najee played all 55 offensive snaps by the Steelers. All 55. Crazy. That's nuts. There's no other – I mean, you talk about Cow. 55 – of course, why did the Steelers only have 55 snaps? That's awful. Uh, Josh Jacobs had a, uh, he doesn't look good. He was hobbling, hobbling around last week, last night. But he had two rushing touchdowns, could have had a third um, inside the one there in overtime but he didn't get the ball. Um, Derek Carr took a quarterback sneak the first time. I think Derek Carr was going to sneak it again, but then uh, that fucking Leatherface Leatherwood from Alabama uh, got a false start and backed him up five, but 16 points based off of two touchdowns. Whatever that toe injury has is going to be an issue. Travis Kelsey doing Kelsey things with 19 points. Carlos Sutton. Is his name Carlos? I don't think his name is Carlos. What the hell is his name? Carlton Car, C, C Sutton, Conway, Conway Sutton, what is Sutton's first name, Carlos, it's got to be Carlos, right, no, it's not, Cortland, Samsonite, so close, all right, Courtland. Cortland, uh now I can't get off of this page because you know CBS is doing CBSing. Only 1.4 points. Jerry Judy was injured, as we know. That's uh, a tough place for the Broncos offense now. Um I can't see the rest because uh shit has hit the fan here. Um so that's the fourth. Fourth for the dudes. We'll go ahead and go back to that game as I bring up my hmm hmm okay. Okay, okay. Having a little internet issue. Fourth for the dudes. That brings us to our number 3 team and I can't really look up anything but we'll try it out. I think number 3 are the Farts. Flatulence. They're just a good program, right? They're just a good program in our league. Uh they win games, they score points, they stay quiet. I mean, come on. I'm trying to get to their trying to get to that. The Farts, number 3 for the week. I think they're going to be around there basically all season long. They scored 119.96 points uh, to beat the Akbars. a great week one ball game. Tom Tom, 44-year-old Tom Tom, scoring 27 points against the Dallas Cowboys defense. He gets the Atlanta Falcons defense this coming week. Jamal Williams, good start. 17 points for the Lions. Uh, CEH, 7 points. Amari, looked beastly Amari outscored my CD Liam. He had two touchdown grabs, 25.9 points. And then fucking little Cooper Cup. Again, I I mentioned this last week on the pod. It's going to be interesting for the Flatulence and the Clutch because the Flatulence got Amari Cooper, Cooper Cup. Uh, The uh, Clutch went with C.V. Lamb, Robert Woods. um, And week one goes to the Flatulence. Uh, Outstanding Cooper Cup, 16 points, had 108 receiving yards, long touchdown. Saquon Barkley, that's going to be the issue. Can Saquon Barkley do anything? 26 rushing yards and a receiving yard last week. I mean, I just don't know about the Giants and and Jason Garrett. I had to deal with that for over a decade. Uh, Greg Vileg and the Vikings scored 16 points, which is what you're looking for. Jerry Judy is going to be out for a little while. I think the uh, report was six to eight weeks. That's a tough injury. Uh, Who goes in for him? Uh, Well, Logan Thomas would probably be a good guy to put in the lineup. See what... I don't know where the flatulence are in the waiver wire, but uh, probably picking up a guy off the waiver wire because they also lost Fitzmagic for 16 weeks. So two, two tough injuries to begin the season for the flatulence, but a good week one game. We'll see what they can bring to the lineup for week two. I mean, obviously they'll continue starting Tom Brady. So Fitzmagic's not a major injury, but it is nice to have depth there, but I will say, and I do push for that super flex. We have 10 starting quarterbacks, 10, starting quarterbacks on the freaking wire right now. That's how we, we just don't value the quarterback spot in this league. I don't get it. Put them out there. We want more uh, people available free agency. Superflex is a good way to get more people on the wire because right now these 10 quarterbacks in a superflex league obviously would be on rosters, which puts 10 other players out on free agency. I'm just saying, look at up. Look at that. Uh, number two team, man, they were, they were talking. You know, the donks were going to talk. They're going to talk. That's what they do. They talk monster squad, beast squad. Well, they, they backed it up. They had a a good challenge by the moonshiners. The moonshiners just could not keep up with what the donks were doing. 123 points. That's how you want to get out. Last week's regular season winner. I think he tied for the regular season title two years ago. He comes out swinging 123 points. Let boy, that dude fucking Patrick Mahomes. This is what we're going to get from Mahomes. 33 points. I think that's number one for the quarterback for the week. Uh, man, Daryl Henderson, I think his name is Daryl. I think his mom calls him that. Um, again, one of the dudes I thought about drafting, probably should have drafted over Deontay. Daryl Henderson had a touchdown in week one. The Rams offense looked really good against the Bears defense. Daryl Henderson has 14.7 points. Derrick Henry didn't do much, no touchdowns. Titans looked awful. Uh, they got blown out, but Derrick Henry was 77 points. Um, AJ Brown had 10.9 points. Devontae got into the end zone for 13.1. DJ Sharp. For 14, uh, I mean, that's what you're looking for. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. So Mahomes had three touchdowns and a rush touchdown. Henderson had one touchdown. A.J. Brown had a touchdown. Uh, Devontae Smith had a touchdown. D.J. Chark had a touchdown. Kareem Hunt had a touchdown. Touchdowns, touchdowns, touchdowns. The Dean, the kicker for the Donks, scored 15 points combined. Um, On the bench, let's see what's on the bench there. Justin Fields. He's not going to be starting in the next two to three weeks, but you just hold on to him. Ingram was uh, had 20 rushes for 85 yards. I mean, that's volume. You got to like the volume. Had a touchdown there for the Texans for 14.5 points. Um, and the Steelers' defense was the number one defense of the week with 12 points. So, you know, good start for the Donks. Good matchup in week two against the Oats. A pair of one-on-one squads. That leads us to the number one team of week one going into week two. And boy, did they dominate. They sneak into the playoffs last year, end up winning the title. You got to ride that high. They get the number one pick. And then they basically post a top 10 score of all time, 141 points, dispose of the clutch by, what, 67 points? That may be the biggest blowout of the season. I was disappointed to see. I basically – I was I mean my game was over at noon on Sunday. 141.36 points. Again, I think I stated the record in our league is 150 points. So he was right there. I mean, just across the board. Hertz scored more than Dak, 28.7 versus 27.4. Miles Sanders scored more than Zeke, thirteen point three versus three point nine. McCaffrey scored more than Tevin Coleman, no surprise. But also Elliott. Well, all my running backs combined. 18.7 Thielen scored more than Land, 21.2, to 16.4. Waller scored more than Deontay, 16.5 to 9.6. Debo scored more than Robert Woods, 22.9 to 9.4. Even his flex, two points by Mostert, who played a quarter, outscored my flex at Callaway, 2 to 1.4. His defense scored 9 to my 1. Butker, his kicker, scored 9 to my 3. I mean, he beat me in all nine spots. I don't really keep track of that. It's possible this has happened again before. I, I just don't recall it. I, I I don't think I've ever got beat at every single position in the game. And that's how you lose by 67 points. So uh, great job by the outlaws there. He's got two on the bench with 16. Four nets going to be the dude, I think. Uh, 5.9. Uh, Rieger at 10.9. Hmm singletary had eight he's got options you know most going to be injured and out for a while uh singletary and fournette so rigor could all go in there and um, jacoby myers could also go in there <laughs> bless you it's going to be a t- tough squad tough squad the outlaws number one moving into week two and that's the breakdown folks um I did want to point out, I'm going to point this out all season long. The seven winners kickers, I just want to get this math straight. The seven winners kickers, I I don't think I included the dudes, scored 63 points in week one for an average of nine points per game. The seven losers kickers scored uh, 51 points. For an average of 7.8 points per game. So the winning team's kickers outscored the losing team's kickers by an average margin of 1.2 points per game. It's a silly position to have in fantasy. 2022 killed the kicker. Let's take a look. I believe there were 10 kickers this week who scored 10 to 13 points. There were another 11 kickers who scored between 6 to 9 points. 21 kickers, scored between 6 and 13 points this week. So, good lord. And a lot of those guys are free agents. Obviously, 21 kickers. I mean, that's a lot. Let's let's take a look at the, uh, the wire. Let's take a look at the stats after week one. Let's get week one. Last week, everybody, Kyler Murray was the number one quarterback for the week. Just barely. 33.6 over Patrick Mahomes. 33.3. Winston, who is a uh, on my squad, twenty nine point six. Goff is a free agent, twenty eight point nine. Hertz on the Outlaws, twenty eight point eight. Dak on my squad, twenty seven point four. I get nothing for having two quarterbacks in the top ten there. Uh, Brady, twenty seven point two. Russ, twenty seven point one. Tyreek was the top skill player, uh, followed by Amari Cooper, twenty six point one and twenty five point nine. There, Derek Carr is in there. Tyrod Taylor's available, twenty three point six points. Debo, 22.9. Did any running backs score 20? Who's the number one running? Okay. Joe Mixon, 21 points. Top running back of the week. Uh, Nick Chubb, 20.1. Number two. T-Law, there at 19.3. Let's check the the kickers, everybody. The number one kicker of the week, a free agent. Joey Sly. I think his name is Joey. Scored 13 points. Um, Robbie Gold my boy Matt Gay 12 and 11 right behind him Chris Boswell was a free agent 11 points Uh, Daniel Carson's a free agent 10 points Uh, Dustin Hopkins is a free agent at 10 points Nick Folk a free agent at 10 points Visciano, I don't even know who it is he got 8 points it's Rosas 8 points Greg Joseph 7 points and then you got uh, (coughs) I was was able to pick up um, Mason Crosby for 3 So that's good. Chase McLaughlin had three. Cairo Santos had two. Graham Gano, don't you know, with one. And that's all. That's the kickers. Check out the defenses real quick. Number one defense uh, available. Cardinals, 14 points. Steelers, 12. Saints, 12. 49ers, 11. Panthers, 9. Cowboys, 8. Rams, 8. Raiders, 7. Texans, 7. Eagles, 7. So there you go. So I think that's all I have for week one. I'm um, glad the season's here. I'm really hoping for a better week two. I will come back tomorrow, see what who picked up who for the waivers. Um, as it's being discussed, there's a lot of wide receiver tight end options. There's not a lot of running back options. I think there's like three running backs available who are projected to score more than four points this week. So good luck there, everybody. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to Abundance of Caution. Abundance of Caution. My name is Will. My daughter's Pearl. Abundance of Caution. This actually ended up being like 45 minutes, so I went way over my time there. But enjoy. Congrats to everybody who won. Good luck to everybody that lost.